This week's Shir is on Parsha Zisroi, and we will start in the beginning of the Parsha, chapter 18, verse number 1. The verse says, Vaishma Yisroi, Koye Midian, Choyse Moisha, Yisroi, the priest of Midian, the father-in-law of Moisha, heard, Eis kol asher also Eloikim le Moisha, everything that Eloikim did to Moisha Rabbeinu, Ule Yisroel Amoy, and to Israel, his nation, Ki hoitzi Hashem as Israel Mitzrayim, that Hashem took out the Jewish people from Egypt. The first Rashi on the Parsha says, Vaishma Yisro Yisro heard, Ma Shmua Shama what did Yisro hear that caused them to come join the Jewish people? Rashi answers, Kriyas Yamsuf Umilchemes Amolek, that he heard about the crossing of the sea, and he also heard the war of Amalek, therefore he decided to come to join the Jewish people. Comes out that from the verse Vaishma Yisroi that Israel heard, we already know that he heard about the crossing of the sea, and that is that Hashem took us out of Egypt. Then in the end of the verse, Rashi says, Kihoitzi Hashem as Israel Mitzrayim, that Hashem took the Jewish people out of Egypt. Clearly this is redundant because I just mentioned that Rashi says that Vaishma Yisroi, that Israel heard, that means that Israel heard about the crossing of the sea, that means that the Jewish people left Egypt. So why is it saying again, Ki Hashem as Israel Mitzrayim, that Hashem took out the Jewish people out of Egypt? Therefore Rashi says, Kulam. This is really the greatest miracle, and that really is the main purpose why Yisroi came to join the Jewish people. Meaning? that since it is redundant, obviously it comes to tell you a message. And according to Rashi, the message is that this, that the Jewish people were able to get out of Egypt, that is the greatest miracle, and that really is the main reason why Yisrael came to join the Jewish people. We are going to try to give a different answer. Why is it written again, Kiyotzi Hashem as Israel Mimitzrayim, that Hashem took out the Jewish people out of Egypt. Another question that we are going to ask, which we also addressed on the tape on Yisroi on 57.69, is that here the verse uses two different names of Hashem, which normally describe two separate attributes. In the beginning it says that Yisroi heard, everything that Elohim, which normally Elohim is attributed to the Midas Adin, to the attribute of justice of Hashem. And here, Israel heard everything that Elohim did to Moshe, to Israel, his nation. And then, in the second part, Hashem, Hashem denotes Midas Rachamim, the attribute of kindness that Hashem took out the Jewish people from Egypt. We are going to ask again, why the difference between the first part, Elohim, and the second part of Hashem, and why did that cause Yisroi to come to join the Jewish people? The Satmar Rebbe, the Divrei Yoel, gives a very simple interpretation, and he explains that we know that when the Jewish people went out of Egypt after Makas Bechoyres, after the death of the firstborn, the Jewish people at that time enjoyed the attribute of mercy of Hashem in a very powerful way. So much so, that even dogs that normally bark at people and normally cause people scare, 
when we left Egypt, Hashem made sure, as it's written in chapter 11, verse number 7, Israel and to all the Jewish people, Lo yechras kelev leshoinoi, no dog would wet his tongue, meaning that no dog will bite us and no dog will bark on us, in order for us not to be scared at all when we leave Egypt. And Hashem wanted to make sure that we go out in the most comfortable way possible. And yet, when it comes to the crossing of the sea, we find in the Madrish a lot of different arguments that the Sar Shal Mitzrayim, the menacing angel of Egypt, and also the Samach Mem, are coming to argue that the Jewish people don't deserve to be saved. For example, in Remes Reish Lamet Dalet of the Yalkut Shimoni, there it brings what is written on chapter 14, verse number 22, that the Bnei Israel went in the middle of the sea by Abasha in the dryness, and the water is for them a choyma. There choyma is written with avav, which means a wall, from the right side and from the left side, the Madrash says that Satan came in front of Hashem and said, how can you save the Jewish people? Didn't the Jewish people commit idolatry while they were in Egypt and you are making such miracles for them? The Madrash continues that Satan was speaking so loud that the Sar Shalyam, the ministering angel in charge of the sea, heard it and he got angry at the Jewish people, and he wanted to drown the Jewish people in the sea. Until Hashem came forward, and Hashem said, Shoitum Sheboilam, fools of the world, Vechile Datum Avdu, did the Jewish people did idolatry in Egypt out of their own free will. They only did idolatry because they were subjugated, and because their mind was not settled on them. And you, want to judge somebody who does idolatry by mistake to somebody who does idolatry on purpose and you want to judge somebody who is forced to do idolatry to somebody who does idolatry of his own free will? Meaning Hashem was saying that true that the Jewish people did idolatry but they did it either by mistake or they were forced. Whereas the Egyptians when they did idolatry they did idolatry of their own free will. The Madrash continues and says that as soon as the ministering angel of the sea heard what Hashem said, the anger that he had towards the Jewish people, he now directed it towards the Egyptians, and therefore the Egyptians drowned. And that's how the Madrash answers the difference between what is written on chapter 14, verse number 22, and what is written again on chapter 14, verse number 29. Meaning, theoretically, both psukim are the same. On chapter 22, it's written, The water became a wall for them. On the right side and the left side. And again, it's written the same thing on verse 29. That the water became a wall in the right side on the left side. And before bothered why you need to write the same passage twice. But according to the Midrash, we could now understand that the first Choyma is written with Avav, Chezvav, Memhei, which definitely is translated as a wall. But the second Choyma is written Ches, Memhei, without the Vav, 
which you could translate as a wall, or the letters could be translated as anger, which according to the Midrash, now it means to say that originally the water became a wall towards the Jewish people, and the Jewish people were going to be saved, but then the Satan started to argue that the Jewish people don't deserve to be saved because they did idolatry, then the water became angry at the Jewish people, and then after Hashem defended us and said that we did idolatry under the rest, then the anger that was directed towards the Jewish people went towards the Egyptian. So originally it was a choyma, was a wall, and then it became a chema, a anger, and then it drowned the Egyptians. So now we understand why is it written two times. As a matter of fact, in this shiur, we are going to give a different interpretation why it's written two times that the water became a wall for the Jewish people and why in the second time it's written that the sea was angry. But going back to our topic, the Divra Yoyo says that we see from here that even at the crossing of the sea, we did not enjoy anymore that unlimited and unrestrained chesed from Hashem, that Hashem allowed now the Satan and the Sarish of Mitzrayim and the guardian angel of Egypt to bring us to justice. We only won because Hashem defended us through the justice system. But it's not a complete chesed of Hashem as it was when we left Egypt. And also, he says that if you take a look later on by the war of Amalek in the end of the Parsha, there we even see that we lost completely that chesed that Amalek was able to take some of the Jewish people, as it's written in the end of Parshas Kiseitzer, on chapter 25, verse number 18, that we should always remember what Amalek did when we left Egypt. Asher karcho baderech, that he happened upon you, vaizanev becha kol nechsholim acharecha, and he stuck those who were your hindmost, all those weaklings at your rear, which means that Amalek was able to get some people, because at this point we didn't enjoy anymore the total chesed of Hashem, that because of our sins at this point, we are now under the attribute of justice of Hashem, that Hashem did save us, but nonetheless some of us got harmed. So according to this, the Divra Yoel says, now we could understand what is written in this week's Parsha. Meaning, Yisroel saw that when we left Egypt, we left in a complete midas of chesed, totally attribute of kindness of Hashem. And yet he realized that later on, because of the sins, that chesed of Hashem was dissolved, and Hashem allowed the attribute of justice to take effect. Therefore, Yisroel decides to come and join the Jewish people. Because Israel knows that if he doesn't join the Jewish people and he doesn't come to learn how to properly behave, he cannot rely on the total kindness of Hashem towards him and assume that Hashem will let it go by as Hashem allowed the sins of the Jewish people to go by in Egypt. Because Israel saw that right after that episode in Egypt, Hashem allowed the attribute of justice to take effect. And if Hashem allowed the attribute of justice to take effect against the Jewish people, then for sure if Israel would have sinned, then Hashem would have allowed the attribute of justice to take effect against Israel. Therefore Israel decided to come 
join the Jewish people in order to learn how to properly behave in order not to have sins. And according to this, the Divra Yoel translates this verse in the following way. Vayishma Yisroi koe Midian choise Moshe. Yisroi, the priest of Midian, the father of Moshe, heard. Everything that Elohim did to Moshe. Rash explains what did he hear. He heard Kriyasiyamsuf, the crossing of the sea and the war of Amalek. Meaning that he heard in those things that it was Elohim involved, that it was the attribute of justice involved. But yet he also heard Kiyoitzi Hashem as Israel Mitzrayim, that Hashem, the attribute of mercy, took out the Jewish people from Egypt. Meaning he knew that the attribute of mercy took out the Jewish people from Egypt, and yet he heard that the attribute of justice was in effect at the crossing of the sea and the war of Amalek, then he realized that even though Hashem is totally merciful, but nonetheless Hashem allowed the attribute of justice to prevail against the Jewish people because of the Jewish people's sins, therefore Yisrael decided to come and join the Jewish people because Yisrael realized that the attribute of mercy of Hashem is not a blank check that Hashem does allow the attribute of justice to take effect, therefore Yisrael realized that he has to come get close to the Jewish people to learn how to behave in order not to have sins, in order that the attribute of justice not affect him. And therefore he came to join the Jewish people. Sefer Shemeroish answers all our questions based on the Gemara in Chulin, Davzayin Amedalev 7a, where there the Gemara relates the story of Rabbi Pinchas ben Yoir. The Gemara there says that Rabbi Pinchas ben Yoir was going to do Pidyan Shvuim, meaning he was busy with the mitzvah of ransoming captives. In the old days, people used to be kidnapped by other people, and then they used to charge money to rescue them. And Rabbi Pinchas ben Yoir was busy doing the mitzvah of Pidyan Shvuim, of rescuing the captive. And while he's going on his way, he finds himself in front of a river, and that river is called Nahar Ginoe, River Ginoe. Rav Pinchas Banyoi talks to the river and asks that the river splits its waters in order that Rav Pinchas Banyoi is able to pass through them. The river Ginoe starts to argue with Rav Pinchas Banyoi and says that I am doing Hashem's will and you are doing Hashem's will. Meaning by the waters flowing through me, I am doing Hashem's will and you by trying to rescue Captives are doing Hashem's will. But while you are doubtful if you are going to accomplish your mission, meaning maybe you won't be able to raise enough money to ransom the captives, or maybe the captors won't allow the captives to go free, but I am surely doing Hashem's will because the waters are continuing to flow through me. Therefore, the river tried to argue that it should not split for Rav Pinchas ben Yoir, because he is a sure thing doing Hashem's will, and Rav Pinchas ben Yoir is doubtful if he's going to do Hashem's will, therefore he should take precedence and keep the water flowing. Rav Pinchas ben Yoir says that if you do not split from me, then I will decree that no water should go through you. The Marsha explains that Rav Pinchas ben Yoir was giving an argument to the river's logic. The river was saying that he is surely doing Hashem's will, 
that is not true. Because if Rav Pinchas Ben Yair would decree that the water should not pass, then the river would not be doing Hashem's will. Then basically, the fact that the river is doing Hashem's will is dependent only of Rav Pinchas Ben Yair. Because he could decree that no water should go by there. Therefore, the river, seeing that Rav Pinchas Ben Yair is right, the river decided to split for Rav Pinchas Ben Yair. The Gemara continues that Rav Pinchas Ben Yair was walking together with a man that was taking wheat for his matzahs, meaning that the wheat had to be maintained dry, and if it would get wet, then the wheat would have become leavened, and therefore Rav Pinchas Ben Yair said, split also for this person who is carrying the wheat for the matzahs, and the river split. And then the Gemara says, there was this Arab merchant that accompanied them, on the way, Rav Pinchas Ben told the river to split also for this Arab merchant in order that this Arab merchant should not complain. This is how they deal with traveling companions, meaning that the Jewish people don't care about the traveling companions and that will come out Hashem, at the secretion of Hashem's name that they will say that Jews behave that way. Then the river split also for this Arab merchant. Just as a side note, the Marsha brings down that this could be the Ramas in Psalm 66, verse number 6. There the verse is discussing the Kriyasyams of the crossing of the sea. The verse says, Hofach Yom Bosho, Hashem who turned the sea into dry land. And then the verse says, Banohar Yavru Verogel. They went through the river on foot. So Marsha says that this is referring to Rav Pinchas Ben Yair, that he's going to cross the river by foot. And then continues, Shom Nismechoboy, there we are going to rejoice. And that refers to the person who is carrying the wheat for Pesach, since he was carrying it for Yontav. That means that through that crossing, we'll rejoice. And then the next verse says, Oilam, the Hashem through his might rules, that means that Hashem caused the river to change its nature and split one more time. And then the verse continues and says that Enoch Bagoim Titspeno, Hashem keeps watch over the nations, which is referring to the Arab merchant that Hashem watched over him and split the waters for him. And why did he do that? Hasoirim, let not the rebellious ones, which means the nations of the world, should not exalt themselves, meaning let them not complain that the Jewish people are not good companions and they do not take care of those who accompany them, meaning that they only care about themselves and don't care about the people that are going with them. But nonetheless, we see that the river split three times. The Gemara continues, Omar Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yosef says, how great is this man, Rav Pinchas Banyoi, greater than Moshe Rabbeinu and 600,000 Jews. Because when the sea split for the Jewish people, it only split one time. And here we see that the sea split three times. One time for Pinchas Banyoi, one time for the person carrying wheat, and the third time for the air merchant. The Gemara asks a question 
How do you know that here the sea split three times? Maybe when Rav Pinchas Banyari was talking to the sea, he was telling them that the sea should be maintained open, not that it should split again, meaning that the river opened up for Rav Pinchas Banyari. And Rav Pinchas Banyari asked that after he goes through, the river should not close itself, but remain open for the person carrying wheat and for the Arab merchant. But in truth, the river only opened one time. The more answers you write, it's not that Rav Pinchas Ben Yari is greater than Moshe and 600,000, he is equal to Moshe and 600,000. Sefer Shemeroish asks that even according to the Gomorrah's answer, that the river only split once, still the story of Pinchas Ben Yair shows that Pinchas Ben Yair has more merits than Moshe and 600,000 Jews. Because Moshe and 600,000 Jews have a lot of merit. And besides that, it is only right that the sea should split for Moshe Rabbeinu and the 600,000 Jews. Because when the Jewish people went out of Egypt, the Jewish people were going to receive the Torah. And if the Jewish people do not receive the Torah, the world is destroyed. As the Gemara in Avodah Dav Gimel Omet Aleph 3a says that the verse in Yirmiyahu chapter 33 verse number 25 says If not for my covenant of day and night, meaning the Torah that is read day and night I would not put the statutes of heaven and earth, meaning that if the Jewish people do not accept the Torah Hashem would destroy heaven and earth and we have the famous saying from Rabbi Shimon Balakish, which Rabbi Shimon Balakish asks, why is it written in Bereshis chapter 1 verse 31, Vayi Erev, Vayi Voker, Yom HaShishi, and there was night, and there was day, the sixth day, meaning in all the other days it's written, Yom Echad, Yom Sheni, without the day, but in the sixth day it's written, Yom HaShishi, the sixth day, which connotes a famous sixth day, Rishlokish says that Hashem made a condition in creation. If the Jewish people are going to accept the Torah on the sixth day of Sivan, the famous sixth day, then the world will continue. But if the Jewish people aren't going to accept the Torah on the sixth day, the world will be destroyed. Then clearly the sea knows that if the Jewish people aren't going to receive the Torah, that the world will be destroyed, then it is in the sea's interest to open up for the Jewish people, that the Jewish people should not be killed by the Egyptians. Therefore, the Jewish people were able to cross the sea. But now that the Jewish people already accepted the Torah, it is not in the river's interest that Pinchas ben Yoy passed, but yet Pinchas ben Yoy was able to make the river split, then Pinchas ben Yoy's merit is a great merit. And besides that, Pinchas ben Yoy was able to make the river split even for a non-Jew. Then we see clearly that Pinchas ben Yoy's merit was much greater. Sefer Shem Roish answers this based on the Targum Yoydensen ben Uziel on chapter 14, verse number 3. There the Torah tells that Hashem told the Jewish people to go back and encamp in front of Piachirois. And then the verse says, why should they do that? 
the Omar Paroi Livne Israel, and Paroi will say to the Jewish people, Nevuchim Hem Ba'oretz, they are locked in the land, meaning they are stuck in the land. Sogar Aleim Amidbor, the desert has closed for them. Meaning that since Hashem told the Jewish people to come back, that means that the Jewish people could not continue in their journey, then Paroi would think that they are locked in the land, they can't leave this land. Therefore, Paroi decides to chase after the Jewish people. But Rashi is bothered by the words that Paroi is going to say, Livne Israel to the Jewish people. Therefore, Rashi says that here, Livne doesn't mean to the Jewish people. That means on the Jewish people, meaning Paroi is going to say to the Egyptians in regards of the Jewish people that the Jewish people are lost. But it can mean that Paro is going to say to the Jewish people because the Jewish people already left Egypt. Therefore, it must mean that Paro is going to say in regards to the Jewish people that the Jewish people are locked in Egypt. But the Targum Yonisim ben Uziel here says something very interesting. Targum Yonisim ben Uziel says, Ve'yomar Paroi le'doson naviram b'nei Israel. Paro is going to say to doson naviram from the Jewish people, the Mishtairu b'Mitzrayim, that they were the two people that stayed back in Egypt, meaning that when all the Jewish people left Egypt, these two troublemakers, Dosan Vaviram, decided to stay behind because since Moshe Rabbeinu only asked for a three-day journey to slaughter for Hashem and make a holiday for Hashem, then it was not worth for Dosan Vaviram to go through such a big inconvenience for three days and they decided that they will remain behind. And now that the Jewish people seemed locked in the land, Paroi tells to the Bnei Israel, literally, Dosan Vaviram, that the Jewish people are locked in the land. So we see clearly that according to Targum Yodin Ben Uziel, Dosan Vaviram remained behind in Egypt while the Jewish people had left. According to this, Sefer Shemeroj says that according to the Arizal, in the Kutatoira Parshas Vayera, where the Arizal explains what's written in chapter 12, verse number 39, where it says that, that the Jewish people baked the dough that they took out of Egypt, they made matzos, because they did not have time to leaven, because they were kicked out of Egypt, and they could not delay. And this is a famous Arizal where the Arizal says that the Jewish people were at the time of going out of Egypt in the 49th level of impurity. And had they stayed longer in Egypt, they would have fallen to the 50th level of impurity. And had they gone to the Shar Nun, to the 50th level of impurity, then they could not have received the Torah. And if they don't receive the Torah, they don't need to get out of Egypt. So Hashem took us out quickly because Hashem didn't want us to get into the 50th level of impurity where from that level it is almost impossible to get out. According to this, says Sefer Shemeroj, it comes out that Dosan Vaviram that did not go out at the time where the Jewish people went out, they actually fell in the 50th level of impurity. They got to part of the 50th level because they delayed going out more than the Jewish people. 
then according to this, says Sefer Shemen Rosh, as a side note, we understand also why Dosan Vaviram always act in a bad way, meaning they, in a way, could not help themselves since they already fell in the 50th level of impurity, then they had a hard time getting out of it. Therefore, they always are in a bad situation in the Torah because they are part of the 50th level. And this proves what Hashem said, that when you fall to the 50th level of impurity, in a way you can't get out. You are stuck. Sefer Shemerosh asks if it's true that they didn't live at the same time as the Jewish people, then how is it that they are found later on in the fight of Korach and other places together with the Jewish people in the desert? How did they get there? Therefore, Sefer Shemerosh says that based on the Midrash that's brought down in the Machzorim of Pesach by the miracles that happened to the sea, that they came together with the Egyptians. And while the Egyptians were drowning, a miracle happened to them that the sea split specifically to them. Meaning that in one side the Egyptians are drowning and they are walking through the sea, the sea is splitting for them. Even though they were in the 49th level of impurity, nonetheless the sea split for them. And according to this idea, we could answer the questions that we mentioned earlier. We asked before, why is it written two times, that the water was for them a wall, miminam on the right side, and on the left side. And then we also asked why in the first time it's written with avav, and the second time the word wall is written without avav. And most importantly, we have a very strong question, because the first time it's written that the water became a wall, there it fits very well, because there it says, that the sea split and the Jewish people came into the dryness inside the sea and the sea became a wall on the right and the left side. And then it says that the Egyptians chased them and then tells you the Egyptians came into the sea and then in verse 27 it mentions that the waters came back that the waters covered the chariots and the horsemen to the entire army of Paroi who were coming behind them. There was nobody remaining. And then it says, that the Jewish people walked in the dryness in the midst of the sea. And the water became a wall in the right side and the left side. The problem is that here we are talking already when the Egyptians are in the water. When the Egyptians are in the water and the water covered them up, the Jewish people had already passed the sea. The Jewish people were out of the sea by this point. Then why does it say again that the Jewish people walked in the dryness inside the sea? I understand the first time to mention this because the first time it is when the Jewish people crossed over in the dryness, and then the Egyptians chased them, and the Jewish people left the sea, and the waters came back and covered up over the Egyptians. But why is it written after it covered up the Egyptians that the Jewish people walked in the dryness in the sea? But according to what Sefer Shemeroj just mentions now from the Madrash, we understand very well 
that while the water is covering up the Egyptians the sea, there are two people, Dasam Vaviram, who the sea is splitting for them, and they are walking in the dryness in the sea, and the sea becomes a wall to them. And therefore, even after the water covered up the Egyptians, it's written that the Jewish people, Dasam Vaviram, Olchu Bayabasha, are walking the dryness in the midst of the sea. But here, since these two people, Dosan Vaviram, are not worthy, and they are actually on the 50th level of impurity, and nonetheless, Hashem told the sea to split to them. Therefore, it's written, that the water became a wall, but the word wall is written without the Vav, which are the same letters as Chema, as anger, to show that the sea was angry at having to split for these two evil people. But nonetheless, since they are Jewish, Hashem told the sea to split for them. And therefore it's written a second time that the sea became a wall because this was actually the second time that the sea split. The first time the sea split for the Jewish people and Moshe Rabbeinu. And the second time it split specifically for Dosom Vavira. According to this, says Sefer Shemeroish, we could answer now our question that we mentioned from the Gemara in Chulin. We mentioned that it seems that Rabbi Pinchas Ben Yoir has greater merit than Moshe Rabbeinu because he caused the river to split for three people and yet Moshe Rabbeinu only caused the sea to split for 600,000 people who have much greater merits than three people. And those 600,000 people were on the way to receive the Torah that without them, the world would have been destroyed. Then clearly it seems that Rabbi Pinchas ben Yoir has more merits by causing the river to split all by himself and two other people. But according to what we mentioned from the Madrash, now we could disprove this claim, meaning the truth is that the sea split in the time of Moshe Rabbeinu for two people, for Dasan Vaviram, not for the 600,000 people and Moshe Rabbeinu who had merits and are going to receive the Torah without whom the world would have been destroyed. There, by the crossing of the sea, the sea split just for two people alone, for two people that were already in the 50th level of impurity. And furthermore, there the sea split solely for two evil people who did not deserve to have the sea split for them. But here, amongst the three people that the river split for, is Rabbi Pinchas ben Yoir, which number one, Rabbi Pinchas ben Yoir is a very righteous man, and second, Rabbi Pinchas ben Yoir is going to perform a mitzvah. Therefore, the river split for him. And Sefer Shemrish continues and argues that according to what we just mentioned, then clearly Rabbi Pinchas ben Yoir doesn't have enough merits as Moshe Rabbeinu and the 600,000 Jews because there the sea split for two evil people and yet here it is three people and among the three people is this righteous person Rabbi Pinchas ben Yoir then why does the Gemara say that Rabbi Pinchas ben Yoir has enough merits as Moshe Rabbeinu and 600,000 Jews Sefer Shemarosh explains that even though there there were two evil people but nonetheless, these two evil people were Israel. They were Jewish. And therefore, because they were Jewish, 
the sea split for them. But here the river split for the Arab merchant, for a non-Jew. That shows that Rabbi Pilchas ben Yoir had enough merits, could be even greater merits than the crossing of the sea. So we're not sure which one has more merit. That's how the Gemara says that Rabbi Pilchas ben Yoir is equal to Moshe Rabbeinu and 600,000 Jews. Sefer Shemin Roish says that from what Hashem did, we could learn a very important lesson. That if somebody wants to get close to Hashem, even though that person was totally evil and did things wrong, nonetheless, we see that Hashem is close to whoever calls him. Nonetheless, just because of the fact that you are Jewish, Hashem does not give up hope on you. And Hashem will even change nature and open up the sea in order to save you. As Hashem did for Dosan Vaviram, even though they were already in the 50th level of impurity, nonetheless, Hashem did not give up hope in them, and Hashem opened up the sea for them. And they walked in dryness in the same way that the Jewish people walked in dryness. And even though their intention wasn't to join the Jewish people, they came with the Egyptians to fight against the Jewish people, but just because of the fact that they were Jewish, Hashem saved them, because Hashem doesn't want to lose even a single Jew. Then for sure, somebody who wants to get close to Hashem, even though he did terrible sins, nonetheless, Hashem will accept his repentance, and Hashem will guard them and make miracles for him. Sefer Shem says that now we could explain the question that we started the Shir with, regarding the first verse in this week's Parsha. It says, Vayishma Yisrael koim midyon choyse Moshe, as kol asher osa Elohim le Moshe ule Yisrael amoy. Everything that Elohim did to Moshe and to the Jewish people. Meaning that Israel heard about Kriyas Yamsov, about the crossing of the sea. And he heard about the first crossing of the sea where the Jewish people and Moshe Rabbeinu went, where there is Elohim did to Moshe and Israel. It was the attribute of justice that caused the Jewish people to cross the sea because the Jewish people were deserving to cross the sea and also the Jewish people are now going to receive the Torah. Therefore, it was the attribute of justice who caused that the Jewish people should cross the sea. And therefore, Israel saw that, but still he was not convinced to come join the Jewish people because he did not believe that he is meritorious, and there was no reason to come join the Jewish people. But when he saw Hashem as Israel Mitzrayim, that Hashem, the attribute of mercy, took out the Israel Mitzrayim. But the Israel here is not referring to the Jewish people. Here this Israel is referring to the same Israel that is written on chapter 14, verse number 29, where it says, Israel, that the Bnei Israel went in the dryness of the sea, and the water was a wall, but was also angry, from the right side and the left side, and which we mentioned this Israel is referring to Dosom Vaviram, which they were evil people, and they did not have merits to cross the sea because they were already in the 50th level of impurity. They definitely did not have any merits to cross the sea. But nonetheless, Hashem saved them. Hashem took them out 
of Egypt and made miracles for them, then Yisrael realized that even though he was an idolater and he worshipped all kinds of idols, still if he comes and joins the Jewish people and converts, Hashem will accept him and make miracles for him in the same way that Hashem made the miracles for Dosan Vaviram. Therefore, Israel decided to come. Meaning that once Israel saw that there was two times Kriyas Yamsuf, the first Kriyas Yamsuf was by the attribute of justice because the Jewish people deserved it and the merits of 600,000 people plus Moshe Rabbeinu and the fact that they are going to receive the Torah that is a given that the sea should split. And that he saw and that did not cause him to come because he thought that since he was such an idolater and he had done all the idols of the world that he doesn't have merits and Hashem won't accept him. But when he saw Kiyotzi Hashem as Israel Mitzrayim, the Hashem took even out the other Israel, Dosan Vaviram, which are evil, they the 50th level of impurity, and yet Hashem split the sea for them. That gave Israel hope, and therefore Israel decided to come and convert, and therefore Israel came to join the Jewish people. Before I conclude this shiur, I wanted to make a point to say what the Madrish Seichel Toif brings down, that the Madrish Seichel Toif in Shmas Perik agrees with the Targum Yonis Beruziel that when it's written that Paroi spoke to the Vnei Israel, it was referring to Dosan Vaviram that remained in Egypt, but he continues and says that when they came together with Paroi to attack the Jewish people, Dosan Vaviram saw that the sea split open to the Jewish people, at that point, they had a change of heart and they decided to join the Jewish people in the crossing of the sea. That means, according to Medrash Seichatoyf, that the sea did not split specially for Dosan Vaviram, but rather Dosan Vaviram joined the Jewish people at that point and therefore they appear later on in the desert. And Medrash Seichatoyf continues and says a beautiful message. He says, that if you continue that verse, which is in chapter 14, verse number 3, where it says, V'omar paroi livnei Israel, paroi spoke to the Jewish people, which is referring to Dosan Maviram, Nevuchim hem that they are imprisoned in the land, Sogar alehem amidbar, that the desert has closed up on them, Madrish Seichatov explains that paroi is prophesizing, and he doesn't know what he's prophesizing, meaning, that the simple interpretation is that Paroi thinks that the Jewish people are lost and they can't leave the land. But now that we are saying that Paroi is speaking to Dosan Vaviram, we know that eventually Dosan Vaviram are going to join the rebellion of Korach and they are going to die by being swallowed by the earth. That means that Nevuchim Hem Ba'oretz, that they are eventually going to be imprisoned in the land and Sogar Aleim Amidbar and the wilderness will lock up on them. And that is eventually what is going to happen to Dosan Vaviram. Therefore, Medrash Sechatov says that Paroi had a prophetic vision and he didn't even know it. And Hashem Isburach should help that we should merit, that Hashem should make miracles for us and we should have Moshiach come, the Beis Hamikdash rebuild, Bimhera Bayomeinu Amen.